From my heart to yours, welcome to the Love Lead XL podcast. I'm Kristen Wilson. When you meet someone who in three seconds feels like they can change your life, you know you've got to lean in. Friends, today I want to peel back the layers with Arlene Blake, founder of Women on the Rise International and visionary for inspiration, motivation, and empowering women to break the glass ceiling and accomplish their life goals across the globe. In 2020, Arlene was featured in Orlando Business Journal as Women Who Mean Business, considered one of the highest honors in Central Florida business community, and was named runner-up of Miss Corporate America Mompreneur Competition. In 2021, she was listed as one of the most influential people in Orlando by Black Business Orlando, selected to be in the Centennial Class of Leadership Orlando and was recently selected to be a part of Leadership Orange. While she only has just begun, Arlene hopes to one day expand the mission of Women on the Rise International to inspire, motivate, empower women to break that glass ceiling and accomplish their personal goals across the globe. And today, we're going to talk about just that. Arlene, welcome to the show. I couldn't be any more excited for you to be here today. I remember, I don't know how many years ago it was, three, four, five years ago, we had a brief interaction, you know, when we got to do business together and you just left an impression on me that I will never, ever, ever forget. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, no. Thank you so much, Kristen. I truly appreciate it. And I'm so happy to be here and have this discussion with you today. Yes. So (laughs) why don't you give our listeners just kind of like a little bit of who Arlene is from a personal business and philanthropic perspective? Absolutely. Absolutely. So my name is Arlene Blake. I will say I'm an Aries woman. That might be the end of the interview, just saying that, right? <laughs> no, it's fine. I love it. That's a lot, right? I'm Wait, hold Aries on. Woman. Aries, what do you know your Enneagram number? I don't. I oh. don't. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll start with Aries and then we'll get to the Enneagram number. It's fine. <laughs> so funny. Yes, yes. And I am the founder of Women on the Rise International Incorporated. We're a 501c3 nonprofit women's empowerment organization based here in Orlando, Florida, with a chapter here and a chapter also in Jacksonville, Florida. I also serve as the executive director of the organization. And then I also have a company called Just Started LLC, where we help businesses and organizations get their events off the ground. I mean, everything about you exudes like wanting to put positivity and... um, motivation and growth into other humans. Like it exudes from you from the moment I met you. Tell us a little, tell us a little bit more about the passion of women on the rise. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. The interesting part for it is when you have a purpose, um, behind what it is that you're doing, that passion is just there naturally. Right. And, Um, Sometimes when things get really hard or difficult, you just really remind yourself of that why and that purpose. And it just fuels you, you know, even when you don't see that you have that energy, it just really fuels you, pumps you up and gets you going. When you see that you have other people who are depending on you to be successful in whichever way you go, that fuels you. And so the excitement of having that really pumps me and energizes me and gets me up every day. And then even when my little one says, I want to go to Women on the Rise, that just 
makes me so excited. He says it. He loves women on the rise. Arlene, are you kidding me? My baby does. No, I'm not. He is like my number one supporter. So I am literally going to cry right now. When did he start saying this? He's been doing that for at least a year. Yeah, he loves women on the rise. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> you are infusing all the greatest core values into that little man. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And we, and I'll tell you, interesting enough, a lot of our members have little ones that are along the same age. Yeah. And so all of them are the same way. They all know each other from coming together and the interactions we have with women on the rise members. And so they're all familiar with it. I love it. I love it. So um, talk to me a little bit about the events that you guys do annually. And and maybe w- w- as you do that, maybe kind of sprinkle in some of the ways that our listeners could maybe help or even be a part of them. Yeah, most definitely. So with Women on the Rise, we focus on four core pillars, um, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, career development, and health and wellness. And so we try to provide a platform for women to be able to share their story as to how they've been able to overcome obstacles, whether in their personal lives or professional lives in one of those areas, right? And so our whole goal is just to educate women because when you know better, you do better. And um, for me personally, and I don't know if you're going to ask this later or not, but I kind of naturally go into this. Um, So for me personally, I lost my mother in 2010 to pancreatic cancer, which was completely devastating to me. Um, In 2014, I lost my father to esophageal cancer. And at that point, I I had to do what you're not supposed to do. I had to ask God why. I just didn't understand why I was losing, you know, um, my stronghold, my roots, my support. And, um, And then I lost one of my very close mentors, Russell Troutman, and um, I kind of found myself going down this, this hole of self-pity and depression. And I felt like I was a person that other people didn't want to be around because this negative energy started to surround me. And so I decided to seek out therapy. I am a huge advocate for therapy. Um, I did that and it completely shifted my mindset as to how I viewed everything that I was going through. Um, and there was a shift that took place because instead of, Um, emanating negative energy, I started really um, projecting positive energy to the others that were around me, even in my therapy group. And the power of having other people around you who consistently provide support and who look to do better is really powerful. And I remember my therapist saying, I really think you should bring women together on a consistent basis for the same you know, type of um, community support. And I hired a career coach and we began working on it. And before you know it, we had women on the rise and the community that we have built to provide support and um, resources to each other has been so instrumental in success of so many other women, including myself. Sometimes just seeing the collaborations that take place or, you know, two coming together to support each other Um, on a personal level, just provides me with all kind of um, excitement and fulfillment personally. And to know that my loss helps spearhead something that provides this level of positivity and assistance for others is an absolute blessing. And I can't thank God enough for allowing me to turn my pain into purpose. 
I am, <laughs> I'm over here struggling not to cry. So if you're in your car or wherever <laughs> you're listening, feel free to grab a tissue because this is real stuff. This yeah. is real. You know, I, I have so many conversations with business owners and career professionals in many industries when behind the curtains, like they're, they're struggling. And so, um, it's something that we don't talk about. But let me ask you this question. So when you were going through all those things, you still had to hold a career because you still had to pay the mortgage, right? So what were you doing at that moment in time in your career? And what did that look like? And how did you balance the two? Yeah, so when I lost my mom in 2010, I was working full-time as a, a law office manager. And I also had a wedding planning business. and. I remember the month that my mom passed, even the month before, I had a full roster of of weddings that I was doing. And um, I had to go from being her caretaker to then going and meeting with a happy couple that's excited that they just got, you know, engaged. And here it is. I'm about to lose my mother, my best friend. And so there... um, I realized that over the course of this period of time that I have very great control over my emotions because I can put it on <laughs> and then I can walk into a room and, and do what I need to do. And then I can shut that down and go back to be to my to myself and feel those emotions because you have to allow yourself to feel those emotions. Um, and that's what I did. And to be absolutely honest, I still continue to operate that way, which is probably why I'm a huge advocate for therapy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) For me, it works um, because I don't believe in um, putting all of my my weight on everyone else, right? I think there's a healthy way to talk about what it is that you're going through without making other people have to go through it as well, right? So that's how I handle things. Um, and during that time with my mom, that's what I was going through. At the time when I lost my dad, I was in sales. And um, I don't know, I was able to take some time away. I, I had enough savings to where I could really focus on him and not do as much of the work. Um, and then, you know, after he passed, I kind of went full blown back into my sales job. But I will say in both edu- both situations, God just worked things out to where I had enough time to really spend with my parents, take care of them and be at their side. And I can't thank God enough for that. I mean, what, what a blessing. And, you know, you also just recently won an award with Orange Peel Magazine. (laughs) So like, you know, I think that in this community, you're very well respected and people look up to you. And so first and foremost, kudos for that. Um, some of the other awards, I just want to point out and give you a little pat on the back because you're a rock star. Um, in 2020, for those of you listening, she was featured in Orlando business journal as women who mean business. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's kind of a big deal because it (laughs) means that you are doing business, you're doing it well, you're doing it ethically, but you're also putting back into the community, which is very much needed. Um, And then in 2021, listed as one of the most influential people in Orlando by Black Business Orlando. So you, you're killing it. And I love it. And you know what I love best about that is one of the things that you said was we compliment, we don't compete. Yes. And was there ever a shift in time where it wasn't that way? And maybe 
you begin to feel that way. And if not, um, for someone who maybe doesn't or hasn't fully leaned into that mantra, what would be your biggest piece of advice to them? Yeah, great questions. Um, I think when I, it's, it's kind of been throughout this process of having women on the rise where, um, and you'll probably experience this even within um, like the wedding industry, for instance, there'll be other people who will create businesses very similar to yours. And there might be some similarities to where you're like, yeah, they're, I don't know, are they trying to? And I didn't want to be that way. Um, and I think I had to go to God because, um, I just felt a little, a little wear and stress on, you feel like some, someone's always coming to take what it is that you've passionately built. And God told me that I gave you a purpose and I want you to focus on that and operate in your lane. And I think once I developed that mindset, I no longer was concerned with what everyone else was doing. I can compliment you, tell you, great. I can come to your event and support you if time permits. Um, I, I don't wish anyone to not be successful. I want to see everyone win. And I think when I developed that mindset, I started seeing more opportunities to collaborate and support one another. Um, I just had a great call with another person who has a similar um, women's empowerment organization. And we were able to share little nuggets and gems that we're both able to use. We talked about sponsors and, and what that looks like and, and how to develop those relationships. And it was great. There was no sense of competition. It was how can we help each other? And I love that. Um, I think I wish more people subscribe, subscribe to that. Um, and, and I would say if, if anyone is ever worried about um, someone stealing an idea or being copied, remember the vision was given to you and you just need a hundred percent focus on that and don't worry about anything else because if it was meant for you, then it is meant to be. Yeah. It's so good. How do you, let's dig into this for a little bit. If I'm unsure yeah. of what my true passion is, what questions mm. can I ask myself to start to listen? Yeah. I would say, listen to what brings you joy. Oh, right? yes, Arlene. Yes. Yeah. When you talk about something that you're passionate about, like everything in you lights up, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, and if and if you haven't found that, I would say try different things, you know? Try until you, um, you find it. And that could be volunteering with different organizations. That could be trying different hobbies. But I'm going to tell you more than likely, it's not going to happen sitting on your couch watching Netflix. No. Right? <laughs> Unless you become some kind of amazing blogger. Um, but <laughs> other than that, you have to get out. You have to, to be around other people, try new experiences. I, I will say this too. When I, um, when I lost my mom, I had gone to an Association of Bridal Consultants event. And there was a speaker there and her name was Meryl Freely. And I listened to her speak. And she is the cutest little woman. <laughs> She's a pastor now. And I was like, this woman is supposed to be like my life coach. And so I reached out to her afterwards and I asked her if she would be my life coach. And so we come up with a little plan. I met with her like once every other week. 
And at this point, I felt like I didn't really have any friends. No one was reaching out to me. I know people cared about me, but no one was reaching out to me. And I was in a relationship that probably wasn't the best suited for me. And so Meryl was like, okay, this is what I want you to do. We're going to get you some friends. Okay. And so I want you to call some individuals up and just plan a date with them, right? Like to go for coffee, cupcakes, whatever it might be. I want you to plan it. And so I did this. And then, you know, I would see maybe on social media that that person went out and did something else with other people and I didn't get invited. And so I came back to her. I was like, what's going on with it? She said, just keep doing it. Right. And what I noticed was that after a while, those people started including me in those group activities as well, too. We just had to kind of build our friendship up. But what happens is, is we so quickly get into our feelings. Like when I said, well, they haven't invited me and they're doing things with other people. And I was ready just to shut those people off. Right. But I had to give it time. And then I was able to rebuild friendships and start new ones. And that kind of got my social life really going back again after I had kind of taken myself away from everyone when I lost my mom. And I loved that. And I think um, oftentimes with people, we just, we don't really think about what it takes to truly build a relationship or truly build a friendship and to give that the time and respect that it needs to be nurtured. Um, so I think that's really interesting too. And then, um, another thing that Meryl was able to help me with was letting go of weight that you're dragging around that you don't need. And for me, that was a man, right? And so (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first people from Arlene's mouth to your ears. I had to let that extra bit of weight go. And, um, and I, I was able to start pursuing a path of happiness, right? And we'll sometimes fall off that path, but the key is getting back on. And um, and it's really, really important that we have those coaches that can help us see it from a different lens, a different perspective to get ourselves together. And so I'm forever grateful for her for helping me during that time. I love it. So I'm I'm kind of hearing I'm kind of hearing us almost get to the point where we're formulating, you know, a little formula of success, you know. It's Absolutely. like we're we're all going to go through difficult or challenging times in life whether that's the loss of a parent, the loss of relationships, you know, um if you're younger and you're still in college like you've got that going on or you know, maybe it's just that you're not surrounding yourself with people that that lift you up. Maybe you need a new friend group. I mean, we haven't talked about that a lot, but there is sometimes I'm like, boo boo, you need to get rid of your best friend because they're not helping you get to your goal. They're actually deterring you from that. And so I think one of the things I always say too, and I don't know how you feel about this, but you get out what you put in. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, <laughs> if you're looking to nurture professional relationships or personal relationships, at the end of the day, I, I say this all the time. It is all about the relationships. It is. It Period. is. Period. And I will say that um, when it comes to friendships, you're going you're gonna to have to have multiple circles. So for those who feel like they could only have that one little niche group of friends, I'm sorry, that's not it. You have to have multiple circles. Um, you can have a professional circle. You can have the friends that I grew up with, you know, from grade school circle. Those are um, the dangerous ones, of- by the way. <laughs> Shout out to you. I know you're listening. 
They can be. They can be. I, I will say that. But I'm going to give, you know, a little kudos to my Jacksonville crew because that's where I grew up, Jacksonville, Florida. And my girls from Jacksonville, who I've been with since middle school, yep. are still my ride or dies, right? Yep. I still absolutely adore them. When I started the Jacksonville chapter, they were right there, front and center, to help support me as well, too. I, love I absolutely it. love and adore those ladies. Um, and then like, I mean, I have my Orlando circle of friends. I have my women on the rise sisters. Um, you know, I have another professional circle of ladies that are awesome and amazing that I, I able to spend time with. So I just have all of these different circles and I'll bring them together for different things around me, but they also work really well separately too. And we can't be afraid of having that. And um, one of the things for me, so we just had a vision board party last week, Saturday. I saw that. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was supposed to wear a color that represented the goals that they were, um, wanting to really focus on for this coming year. And, um, oh. two of those colors, for instance, one was, um, red was for, um, you know, business and just really wanting to focus on that and for power and career development. And then there was yellow and yellow was really wanting to focus on relationships. And I chose yellow. I saw your photos. Year, I was like, Arlene, are we going to talk about that? Cause I saw you in yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yellow. At first off, the room was swarming in red. I was like, okay, boss ladies in here. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's usually the color that I'd probably think to go with. But for me, this was going to be yellow. I really want to focus on building relationships this year, um, going back to some of my older relationships and making sure that I'm giving them the love and support that they really need as well, too. Because oftentimes I'm constantly just trying to get things done. And sometimes I'm overlooking making sure that I'm giving everyone the attention that they well do deserve. Even for my son, right? Um, One of our members, she's going to be talking about time blocking um, in two weeks at our next meeting. And when I saw her calendar, she actually time blocks her time every day with her son as well. I love it. Yes. And I was like, that's genius because my baby feels like mommy works all the time. And so now I'm able to make sure that I have this allocated time where it's just face-to-face, him and I, and he feels like I am there 100% into him and it's his time just to be with mommy. Even if it's just cozying up on the couch and knowing that I'm not in my phone and I'm looking at what he's looking at, that's important. And, um, and so that's, that's one of the things that I do and it's, it's been, you know, really, really helpful. Okay, so so far we've got the formula for sex uh, success is therapy, asking friends <laughs> on dates, and time blocking for relationships. So far we're at three. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh wait, hold on. There was one more. What did we say earlier about joy? Something about joy. Find oh. your. We'll just say find your joy. Yeah, find your joy. Yeah. That's another one. What brings you joy? That's what your purpose is. Yes. What brings and it doesn't have to be anything, you know, really huge, crazy or anything like that. Right. It's no, it's funny because like, you know, and I need to find this. I need to find this. So someone DM me or something, but there's a company out there that has, um, a, a philanthropic purpose to it, which is I'd prefer to buy from them, but it's a very simplistic necklace um, like a minimalist, and then it's got a circle on it. And I want to find that and I want to stamp the word joy on it for this year. So I need to find that. Yeah. 
I need to find it. Absolutely. Um, I, I absolutely hate cooking. I've always hated cooking, but what's funny is ever since I moved into my new place, I have found joy in like learning how to cook for myself as long as it's less than like an hour. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've been about things. There's some things I don't necessarily enjoy doing all the time, but when I do do it, it brings me great yes. joy. I don't want to do it every um, night. Cause like, I don't know if you're like me. Cause sometimes I'm on a roll at the laptop and my creative juices are going and it's six thirty, seven o'clock. My stomach's growling. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> Uber eats because I got to keep this flow going. Listen, for majority of 2021, I had a meal delivery service, yes. right? So that brought me all of my meals. My son and I were taken care of. And I was like, listen, I know I said I like to cook, but I don't have time. So this is what it is. Yeah, I love it. And that worked great. Yeah. So in the coming months of 2022, what events is your heart most excited to plan and be a part of? Absolutely. So we have our Educated and Broke program that is going to be starting next month. And so we're focusing on financial literacy for this first segment. So Educated and Broke really came about with the college-educated woman who, you know, graduates from college and she's like, great, I'm not going to get this great job, like corner office, I'm going to make all this money and life is going to be great. And then she's like, who are all these people debiting my checking account with all of these student loans, right? Like what the hell is going on? And then finding yourself so far under that you can't even breathe right? You're living paycheck to paycheck and you're not making probably what you should be making, right? And so what we found where there were just so many women that were dealing with this and suffering in silence. And so we decided to develop this program that was there to help women to be able to articulate their value, negotiate their salaries, to be able to start really building their careers, finding the right mentors, defining that trajectory to get them to the next level. And then to also start teaching them how to properly budget, save, invest, start building true generational wealth, taking their skill sets that they have, turning that into a side hustle, and then scaling that side hustle into a full-time business. And so with that became educated and broke, right? Because we're trying to teach women to be educated and not broke, right? Um, (laughs) So so that's the goal behind it. And so we're kicking off the financial literacy piece for February 15th of this coming month. Really, really excited about that. We're going to be talking about managing your money emotions, um, you know, building wealth through real estate investing. Wait, maybe, what what did you say? Managing your money emotions, money, managing your money emotions. I'm going to need to attend that because sometimes at midnight when cute dresses find me <laughs> on social media, I'm like add to cart because I'm, there's an event that Arlene's going to plan and I am wearing that dress. Oh my yes. God, Arlene, I found the cutest, sorry. And then we'll get back onto this. Okay. I, and now I'm so excited. I found the cutest, like champagne colored sequin kind of cocktail dress that has like poof slippers and I have or, um, shoulders yes. and I have nowhere to wear that. So maybe I'm going to go on Women on the Rise and find an event where that would be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so you're shopping for clothes before you even have an event to go to. Yes. <laughs> That's one of those things we'll be talking about. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Yes. In, in, in my tiny little defense, which might not be a lot, 
In the last probably three years, do you know how many times I get an invite and then I'm like, I literally have nothing to wear. And then I'm stressing out for three weeks. I don't have anything in the closet. I go to the three different malls. I go to all the boutique online shops and nothing that I am looking for is available. So you know what? If it is unique and I know I'll probably never find it again, I'm buying it within reason. And I I do have a budget for that. Oh, that's good. That's good. I at least have a budget for the cute clothes I buy online. And when I've hit it, I don't, I add it to cart, but then I need to wait till the next month. There you go. Okay. As long as you have the proper boundaries put into place and that is, that is perfectly fine. I also have a healthy habit of like, if it, if it is after 10 PM, I add it to the cart. And then if I'm still thinking about it the next day. So I've put, I've put some boundaries in place for myself. You know what? I do that all the time. And then next thing you know, I put safe for later. Yes. Because it's really not that important, right? No, it's not. So I cannot do the impulsive shopping. That yeah. is, that's my rule. So I'm a hundred percent there with you. So like add the um, cart, but save to later. Like, yes, let me think about it. I'm not going to do any rushed decision-making here. No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need to think it through to be, to make sure that that outfit is actually what is needed. Yes, because then we'll be returning the package later. So to prevent this. <laughs> oh and then, man. And then when you order something outside of Amazon, you're like, what do you mean I can't return it? <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so we have we have educated and broke financial literacy piece starting up come next month. And then after that, we're going to be having um our annual conference. And so We didn't get to have our annual conference last year, which just makes me so sad. But the year before we did in 2020, right before everything closed down, we were able to slide it on in there. And we actually took over Terminal C at the Orlando International Airport. Okay. And it was phenomenal. And one of the things, and it probably makes it one of my favorite events, because we were at the terminal. I'm like, you guys, like, what do you think if we all came in flight attendant costume? And they're like, Arlene, we love it. And so we all came as like all of the, the staff to, to put together the event. We all came in our flight attendant costumes and we had a freaking blast. There was one lady, she came in, she was all stressed because yeah. um, she went the wrong way at the airport and got a little lost. And so um, when she walked in, you could tell she was stressed, but then she looked up. And she saw all of us in these costumes and she immediately just relaxed. And she was like, oh, I'm so ready for this. I love it. That's so good. So, okay. So can you give us a little bit of like sneak peek of like what we can expect for this year's conference? Absolutely. So I'm not going to give too many details, but one of the things that we we heard um, from some of our members where they want to start hearing from seven to eight figure earners on how they were able to achieve their level of success, right? And so that's really important that we have that segment as part of this. And of course, there's always the the health and wellness, the financial literacy, the career development, the entrepreneurship, all of those things will be tackled. And then of course, just a damn good time, right? And so that's what we promised to deliver at the conference. And we've been blessed to have some really amazing partners that come along to help us to make this event a magical one. Again, we're a nonprofit organization, so we're not rolling in the dough, right? But we still want to put together a beautiful event for everyone who's in attendance. And 
um, you know, from my wedding planning days, I did make some amazing connections with people who have been there willing to be able to assist us in doing it. And as we've been able to grow, we've actually been able to pay them instead of doing it for free anymore, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that's been amazing. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for all of the people who have, you know, rode this journey or rode this path with me as um, I've, I've struggled to grow Women on the Rise to what it is and to what I envision it to be. And I'm just, I'm grateful for, for every connection and opportunity that we get. Um, one of the things I do want to make sure that I say is that we are looking to grow our board for Women on the Rise as well. So for any women or men who are interested in being a part of something that's even bigger than themselves to give back, I would love for them to um, show their support by being a, a board member for our organization. Diversity is really, really key with being able to help women and all women. So to, be, to definitely see more representation of all cultures that make up this Orlando community would just be amazing. I love it. Now your yeah. annual conference is what month every single year? Is it the same month every single year? It's not. And okay. it sucks because it was supposed to be February, but okay. then this Omicron, Omarion, whatever we want to call it. No, you know what's so funny? <laughs> I am dead right now because I said the same thing last week. I'm like, Omarion, Omicron. Like, I don't even know. I can't keep up. Yeah. So we're, um, we're pushing it back. Okay. And I know we, we went ahead and had the vision board party. We had already started planning it for the end of last year. And like, we're, we'll, we'll just go ahead and push that forward and we'll kind of see how that goes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and cause we have bigger corporate partners that are part of, um, the conference too. So we want to keep them in mind as well as we plan a large scale event, bringing a lot of people together and so we're actually pushing back right now to May okay, for the conference, um, but still really excited about it and think it's going to be a phenomenal event. I can't um, wait. And so those are, and then we also have our picnic in the park event, which will be April 12th. And so those are our, um, our major events that we have coming up within the next, you know, three or four months. So good. Okay. So my favorite part of every single episode um, is asking you what Love Lead XL means to you. However, um, I have a few very special people in mind. So I'm going to kind of, I'm going to ask you this question in a different way so okay. that you really speak to a few people that when this episode goes live, I'm literally going to text it to them and I'm, I'm going to be like, you need to listen to Arlene. So, um, there's a few people in my circle and there's also a few ladies on my team who are my DJs who I think your message could really resonate with. So what I want to ask you is if you were to give advice to, let's say, a young professional who is growing and working on their craft and their skill and you know maybe even looks up to someone like you, how would you tell them that they can infuse loving what they do, leading by example and excelling at it all in their, into their lives? Absolutely. I think one of the things I would tell them to do is to operate in a place of um, knowing that they don't know it all, right? Um, I think when I was coming up, I was told, you know, the whole fake it till you make it type persona and it did not serve me well. I think when people look at you as a sponge that's just willing to absorb whatever you 
and they're more willing to give and to share. And I think the more experiences that you can take in and learn from different people, um, the more you will begin to grow, right? And you can then define exactly who it is that you want to be and mold yourself into who that person is. But it's those experiences. It's it's those um, those opportunities to learn and to hear from others who have come before you that really turns you and makes you into the person who you're you're meant to be. That's so that would so be my good. advice. That's so good. I I I could talk to you for five hundred more hours. <laughs> But I'm sure I'll be able to carry on the conversations at all the events I'll see you at. But for now, why don't you leave our listeners with where they can go to connect with you and learn more? Absolutely. I would love for you to um, follow us on Instagram. We are Women on the Rise, Inc. You can also find us on Facebook under Women on the Rise International. And our website is WOTRINC.org. And uh, those are the best ways to 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 follow along with what's going on with women on the rise and to to, to see my face every now and then. And we have some big, big events coming up. So I hope you do visit our website so you can join us. Yep. So if you want to contribute, sponsor, be a part of, or anything to do with this community, make sure you visit that website. Um, Arlene, we are all here behind you, pushing you and supporting you and can't wait to see all the amazing things you continue to do. Thank you so much, Kristen. I appreciate this platform and kudos to everything that you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, Arlene. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening to the Love Lead XL podcast. For more inspiration, hit subscribe wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts and follow me, Kristen, on Instagram at meetkristen. Until next time, I empower you to continue to love what you do, lead by example, and excel at it all.